Hello, everyone. Hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Alternate Reality Detectives Podcast, where monsters hide under your bed, creatures roam free, and chess games are run by jesters. I am one of your three hosts, Hans. With me, I have the bodacious brick, Brady. Hey, guys, how's it going? And the <laughs> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Cinnabon. Riley. Oh my God. <laughs> and uh I'm gonna have fun with this. Sure. That's fine. Uh <laughs> let's talk about what we are going to talk about for this episode. So what first are we off, going to talk about? Uh well first we're going to update on evaluation for you. Uh since last time we've talked about it, for whatever reason, not long after we released the podcast, uh, they released a new video, and there's, like, it's just as confusing as the last one was. Uh, we still have nowhere on it. The description of the video, new video had... Uh, had three number codes, um, and we have no clue what those are either. Mm-hmm. And so, pretty much where we're at now is, and we can even get like our guy who normally configured ciphers out because I I've actually talked to Tacky recently. Uh, what's his name? Is it Tacky Tactics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tacky. His name on our Discord is Tacky Tactics. Uh. Normally, he's really good with ciphers. Apparently, he said he looked at the numbers for a couple of hours and couldn't find anything. So, whether... We we just have no clue what they are. Like, yeah. And uh, last time I... Last time we talked about it, I had not looked into um, evaluation for you, but between right. this episode and last time I did... And that the entire thing is really all over the place. It's it's a mess. Yeah. Yeah, and like they, whenever we started it, I don't think I mentioned it in the first part that we started talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, or last episode. Uh, they the the video picture of the first video we assumed was like. Maybe Jeff, the killer, like, his face with, like, a smile or smile the dog. And in this newest video, we got a link towards uh, Creepypastas because they had, uh, it was Sally, Jeff the killer, Jane the killer. Tiki Toby. Yeah, Tiki Toby, um... I don't remember who else. Wait, actually, I have the document right here. So a lot of these are creepy pastas, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there was. Uh, sorry. There's Sally, Jeff the Killer, Jane the Killer. Uh, there's Jeff the Killer again, and there's also one like random person that I couldn't identify. Uh, there was Tiki Toby and Maskey. 
Um, and the video for this video, uh, like after it shows all that stuff, is a little bit different, if I remember right. Uh, throughout the entire thing, there's like a good bit of uh, screaming. Um, and also while it's showing like the creepypastas and stuff, it, it's showing like this code and it has a bunch of errors and the errors are either mistakes or they're some letter. We don't really know. Uh, but like the video for this one is some, it's another like kids show type thing that has uh, just random pictures throughout it, or actually in this one it's videos and pictures. Um, and throughout the entire thing it's playing like the actual audio of the song, or of whatever it is, but it's also showing, or it also has screaming. So, we don't really know what's going on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Sin wouldn't check it out. I don't know if she did or not. I didn't. Yeah. I'm not a fan of screaming. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. It, it's E4 you, and we can't get anywhere with it, so. And hopefully they'll, if they saw the last one, maybe they'll see this one too, and they'll give <laughs> yeah. us some sort yeah. of update. Yeah, hopefully. If, at least something to work with. point us towards if you, what to if do. If you guys do see this, then... I mean, I'm somewhat sorry for calling your ARG shit, but I'm really not because this release of a new video is just as bad. Like, we're just as confused as we were before. Now we're even more confused because we have things that we can't even figure out. Like, in the title, it says Protocol 441. What is that? We looked it up. It's some kind of, like, port thing. Uh, like... Which I'm pretty sure has no connection to it, so... Or some shit. Yeah, and we don't even know if that has a connection. Then there's... They have found us. Is... Are you guys referencing us? I mean, that'd be pretty funny. I I actually didn't think about that until just now. But, like, are you guys (laughs) referencing us? There's this J... Like, it says... JD9, capital A, DK3, dot EXE. What is that? We have absolutely no clue what any of this is like you guys need to throw us something like post on reddit or give it yeah like give us a post on reddit give us something in the comment section there's a comment thing on youtube that you can message us and like give us little hints or you know join the Discord or join our server yeah yeah (laughs) there's also the server where we can easily give you the role for this channel that we have in the Discord. Like, give us something so that please. we're not as lost. Because, like, we want to figure it out, please. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Like, these random, these random riddles and, like, random codes that don't mean anything, supposedly, unless they do, and we just don't know what it is. Like, give us something, please. Yeah, yeah. And that's all... I really have to say about that. Alright. Thank you for your input, Brady. <laughs> I mean, that's like the only input that I'm really going to give this episode, so might as well make it a lot. Or that make is, it a good that one. That is okay, and yeah. 
I can I can put in some at the end because I didn't start watching Marble Hornets until like what was the entry eighty five ish? Because Riley was like <laughs> like the very last one of the very last ones. No, no, he was watching it at around like entry sixty with me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, was about- <laughs> she was like, I need motivation. All right. Like, fine. <laughs> okay. Before we uh, actually get into the meat of this podcast uh sin you wanna or riley i don't <laughs> uh you wanna talk about that first bullet point oh yeah okay so from our last episode the one on hi i'm mary mary so the creator of hi mary mary hi mary mary that we kind of sent her a link to it right we sent her a link and we're like hey check out our podcast and she was like yeah, I'll do that. And we actually got some notice, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So thank you for looking at our podcast, and hopefully you listen to it. If not, cool. It's so awesome that you even considered it. So thank you. It's really nice of you, and we really appreciate it. If you look at this one. <laughs> if you look at this but one. But yes, yeah. thank you anyways. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then, um, don't forget to check out all of our social medias. Uh, we have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, Discord, and we also have a website now, which... Oh, and we have Twitch. That's part of the, uh, listening... Okay, yeah. For the other parts, we have Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Oh, uh, not SoundCloud anymore, because we ran out of upload space on that. So we're now on Podbean for that. Uh, YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, we're using Podbean. Upload space? Yeah, we have like a limit of 300 minutes, if I remember correctly. And we're basically out. So, yeah. Wow. Um, It's great, unless people want to help support our podcast, and then we can get the pro version of SoundCloud so we could upload more there. It'd be great. Also, we're sorry for this episode being so late. This was yes. supposed to come out, like, a week and a half ago. Yes. Yeah. We're busy people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. we have real lives. Yeah, I had work <laughs> so, last week, and that's why I was... Why I couldn't do it. I'm still in school, so I was doing school stuff. Fun times. Yeah, yeah so, uh... Okay. Next, this is... I have two things to talk about, um... That I just figured I should mention this episode because it really bothered me. Or the second thing bothered me. But the first thing is uh, the difference between ARG and ARN. So ARG, Alternate Reality Games, is the, the ones that are more interactive. They all have the story part, but they're still... Uh, they still have... The puzzles and little games for the uh, audience to figure out. But ARNs are alternate reality narratives. And even though these two categories are muddied and a lot of people just call them ARGs, I want to try to start using ARNs to label some uh, stories because these are stories that are mo- 
a majority purely based on the story aspect. They can still occur on a lot of the different social medias or whatever form of medium, but they're still more story-based. So, hi, I'm Mary Mary. A lot of that is an alternate reality narrative. Uh, we're going to talk about Marble Hornets, and there are puzzles and stuff for the audience to figure out. And so this one's a mix between ARG and ARN. To the arc itself is probably closer to the ARG side, mm -hmm. but Marble Hornets is closer to the uh, alternate reality narrative side. And because our name is conveniently the AR detectives, we can cover both of them pretty great. So yeah. <laughs> there's that. The next thing is Discord. Discord is an amazing platform for people to get together for whatever purpose, not even just for games. But recently, or not even recently, in the past year or so, a lot of creators, ARG creators, are using Discord as a way for their audience to figure out their puzzles or anything, the story. And I feel like unless the Discord is a part of the story, as in characters are using the Discord for communication <clears throat> and all that stuff, it shouldn't be used, or it shouldn't be created by the uh, game makers. It should be community-run, so that that way the story itself isn't breaking a fourth wall where the game maker is interacting with the audience outside of the story. It, it, it kind of takes away from the actual story, the immersiveness. Even yeah. though you're trying to add that communicate layer of communication, it's detracting away from it. And create an al alternate account or something, all account, and join the community-based Discord of your ARG, but don't create it yourself unless it is part of the story. It, yeah, that that's what I have to say for that. Okay, so there's a few Discord servers I can think of that I'm not gonna name, obviously, mm -hmm. but that I don't feel are necessary for the ARG. It just kind of causes more confusion. Yeah. If it's, because you don't know if it's meant to be a part of it or if it's the community. And if the game maker is in it, like, it can just lead to so much confusion. I was in one and left it because it just confused me so much. I yeah. Like, I don't understand what the point of this is. Yesterday I joined a few discords and then left them because it, it just fell off and didn't really feel... Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. Um, next, we are going to introduce a new segment into all of our episodes and these are for you guys the audience to interact along with us or not interact along to have something to do while listening to the podcast so we are going to introduce one puzzle at the beginning of every episode and then at the very end we are going to uh, give you guys the answer to it we'll tell you when we're giving the answer, so you can pause it if you're still 
trying to work on it, but we're going to give it at the end of the episode. And then, after that, we will give you guys a much more difficult puzzle to solve uh, and figure out over the next week. You guys can DM us what your answer is or what you think the solution is before the next episode, but we'll, we'll give you guys the answer for that at the beginning of the next episode. So, for our very first uh, puzzle of the AR detectives, it is this. You are on a rowboat in a swimming pool. With you, you have a big pet rock. There's some drama between you and your pet rock, and so you throw it overboard. Does the water level of the pool rise or fall? And why? So to restate that, you just throw a heavy rock into the pool. Does the water level of the pool rise or fall? That's it. And then why does it rise or fall? And we'll give the answer to that at the very end of this episode. So, uh... Marvel Hornets. Uh, in between all of our busyness and all that stuff, we were kind of feeling iffy about uh, this entire thing because it is a huge, it is a huge uh, series. It lasted like what three years, four years? I don't know. Yeah, something. Like, I think it was four. Yeah, and uh, I guess let's just dive right into it. Um, actually. Uh, I'll... Oh, before go ahead. we do that, before we do that, I want to uh, acknowledge the fact that before we do another episode like this, uh, I know that this has been two weeks, but we originally planned to just be one, and all this work that we've done was in one week. Mm. Uh, if we ever do a big episode like this before, for one, we'll make sure to let you guys know that it's going to be a big project coming in two weeks and for two it's as i just said it's going to be two weeks it's going to take us two weeks to do it so we'll probably uh I'll, yeah there's there's not going to be many episodes that are two because there aren't too many ARGs that are that long mm -hmm. but just letting you guys know that if we do something like this again it's probably going to be two weeks but we will let you know Yes, absolutely. We we may may record like a small smaller episode in between, but know that for these bigger episodes, it'll take us a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. and we'll tell you guys. Because like trying to do this all in one week was really stressing us out. Oh yeah, Riley yeah. more than anybody. Especially mm -hmm. trying to watch all hundred something episodes in, from to the arc. Hundred and thirty five. Uh, yeah. From To The Ark and Marvel Hornets. Um, also, for this episode, instead of going through each and every episode, instead of talking about all the small, uh, all of the bigger points, because we already have other YouTubers talking about it, we already have in-depth analysis of it. We're just going to talk about um, a lot of the smaller things, uh, 
some things to discuss. Just general things. And, like, just, and just, like, have conversation about it. Yeah, yeah. Basically. But, uh, so, Marvel Hornets, it began on a post from, on Something Awful, the website, uh, by a user of the name Seagar, and this guy, we know as Jay, shares what the backstory of this whole thing is. It's that his friend Alex, uh, was recording a movie called Marvel Hornets for his film class, and he decides to drop it for some reason, saying that it's unworkable conditions, and so... Jay goes to Alex, asks for the tapes, and then doesn't do anything with them for three years. Three years later, he's uploading them to YouTube. So, what, uh, how, sh how should we begin? Uh, it was a YouTube web series slash ARG with the to the arc component, which is pretty crucial to figuring out the actual story. Um... It could be considered one of the oldest, or one of the larger, older ARGs that changed the ARG scene, I think. I guess let's talk about the characters. Um, Alright, so we're going to talk about the characters first. Um, we have Alex Crayley, the, I guess, yeah, one of the characters... Alex Crayley, played by Joseph Delage, Delage, Delage. Uh, this is the person who recorded all of the clips that were uploaded to the uh, Marble Hornets YouTube channel. Most of the clips to the Marble Hornets YouTube channel, at first at least. And then we have Jay. Jay is the uh, guy that posted originally on something awful he is played by Troy Wagner and he posts the clips of Marble Hornets that he's, he finds interesting it's all of the audio that he finds uh, even of Alex recording it himself so there's that and then we got the operator uh, better known as Slenderman but for this show it is much better named as the operator also known as Alex's stalker, or maybe Alex's operator. Uh, this creature seems to drive people mad uh, by following them, and throughout the series we learned that the operator has some special abilities like teleportation, uh, allows you to get the operator sickness, which is the coughing fits, uh, stuff like that. Then we have Brian. Brian is one of the uh, actors in Marble Hornets. And he was a friend of Tim's. Yeah, Tim. Tim knows Alex, and so that's how Brian knows Alex. Alright, uh, yeah. Then we have To The Ark. It is a, U a separate YouTube channel that posts separate replies to the Marble Hornets YouTube videos and threatens 
or comments on different things that happen throughout the series. After that, we have Tim, which is uh, Brian's friend, and he is also an actor in Marvel Hornets. After that, we have the Masked Man and the Hooded Man, or better known as Maskey and Hoodie. Maskey is Tim, and Hoodie is Brian. You, uh, the original, or the creators of Marble Hornets tried to introduce this through uh, color representation. And so certain colors on the To The Arc videos represented different characters. We, in the end, learned that there's three people who... Welcome back. Okay. <laughs> uh, we figure out that To The Arc is run by three people. Uh, Masky and Hoodie, but the third is unknown. Uh, well, it's speculated to be one of the other characters. Anyways, uh, um, so we have Masky. Masky terrorizes Jay and follows him and all that stuff. And then we have Hoodie. I'm getting the characters mixed up, I think. I don't know. Um, Hoodie is Brian. Hoodie and Maskey have something against Alex because of the Marble Hornets original recording and of what they blame Alex to have done. After that, we have Jessica Locke. Uh, introduced in the second, ep- second season, Jessica meets... Jay in the hotel, and she shares that she had memory loss and similar symptoms to him. Uh, she is she was Alex's roommate, and eventually find out that Jessica and Jay tried to uh, work together to figure out what's going on with Alex. And this happens after a seven-month gap in the recording. Or in the uploading, and that is because Jay actually lost memory of that entire seven months. Also, in this analysis of Marvel Hornets, we're going to talk about the uh, the what happened outside of the ARG. So, fun fact: the seven months it was just the Marvel Hornet, the ARG team, the production team, the real life production team, taking a break from uh, Marvel Hornets because. They were all burnt out from recording the first season and writing all of the story. But they just wanted the seven months to calm down before the next season. Next, uh, we have Amy. Amy is played by uh, Beth Ann Williams. And Amy is Alex's girlfriend. She is one of the characters that goes missing from the operator. Maskey and Hoodie are sometimes referred to as the twins. Then we have Sarah, played by Mary Kathleen Bishop, who uh, who was one of the actors in the Marvel Hornets. Not the ARG, but the film itself. Seth, the cameraman. So Seth is speculated to be the third member of Marvel Hornets. He was always there, 
during the recordings of Marble Hornets. And so he most likely would have been affected by the operator and Alex's uh, harshness or whatever you could call it. Um, so there's that. And then to name some of the other characters, we have uh, Man in the Woods. He's just one of the guys that Jay mistakes uh, him for another person. He's played by Ellis Pinkard. He's not a ma major, major character in the story. And Man in the Tunnel, played by uh, Alex... Nope. Joseph, the producer of... Or Troy. Troy's friend. And so, yeah, there's that. Man in the Tunnel. And then we have Groundskeeper. That's when, uh, close to the end, when they explore the abandoned school. That's played by Carl Sutton. So, those are all the characters. A little messy, but... Essentially, there's Alex, Jay, Brian, Tim, and uh, Jessica. Uh, Brian and Tim are Hoodie and Maskey, respectively. And the what progresses the story is Jay's attempt to figure out what's going on with Alex, what's with all the tapes. It's also about To the Ark, which is Tim, Brian, and Seth getting back at... Alex during a recording of Marble Hornets. So those are the characters. There's not much theories left about Marble Hornets. Uh, everything is said. If you guys want, there's Nightmind who talked about Marble Hornets in depth all three seasons in four, four YouTube uploads. Total of four hours. But there's that. Um, fun facts. They recorded this entire thing in Alabama in certain locations you can find them in the credits of their uh, production team YouTube channel which is uh, THAC yeah THAC which stands for Troy has a camera Troy is a character Troy plays Jay and uh, yeah he was the guy that directed this speaking of THAC or Troy he, uh, after Marvel Hornets concluded, they took on another project after that. And that was called Clear Lakes 44. Clear Lakes 44 was meant to be the successor for Marvel Hornets, connected or not, and that didn't really work out. So they canceled it, and now we have Ekva. Ekva is currently going on, and I think they have 17 videos up right now. Uh, it's about ECVA. It's <laughs> the ECVA network, I think. And we're still not too sure what the whole story is. But yeah, I recommend checking that out. It's E-C-K-V-A in caps, ECVA. Okay, so we have the operator. The operator is based off of Slenderman. He is not the Slenderman. He is not Slenderman. He's only based off of it. The production team refuses to say what the operator actually is or how they managed to record him in the videos, just to add to the mystery, but it's the operator. The operator is what uh, To The Ark calls it, and how Alex uh, rep calls it indirectly. Alex draws these symbols everywhere. Uh, which are the circles with an X in it. 
backstory behind that is that that's what a zero is. Zero is operator. If you look on some older devices, you'll see that uh, you have a zero with a slash on it. And that represents, or the actual name for it is operator. And that's how uh, that basically came to be. It's operator. Um, so, this entire series spawned a new era of web series, mysteries, horrors, and I don't even know if you want to call it a horror. It's more of a revenge story. I'm pretty sure I'm just restating what Nightmind said, but I agree. It's basically a revenge story of To the Ark, trying to get back at Alex. And uh, they obviously understand what the operator is and how it works, but they're not quite sure how they're still able to uh, work against Alex as uh, Tim, or as Masky and Hoodie. So... Yeah, um, let's go back to the operator. Spawn a new era of web series, and the production of this didn't even require much from them besides time and effort. They recorded the entire series on one camcorder. They, they did it all in Alabama, and that's all they did. <clears throat> Uh, I need water. I don't have water here. That's okay. Um, so, it it showed that a lot of creators could create a web series with what they had, and that's what they did. Um, but this also helped spread the word of Slenderman. Slenderman originated on something awful as well, and this really helped with the spread of how Slenderman beca became a cultural phenomenon as we have the Slenderman game. I don't know if it's plural or not. I just know there's the pages one and that's it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a Slenderman movie coming out actually. Really it soon. What? They made it already. It's they made really it already. Bad. Oh. It's really, really bad. Oh well, I'm not caught up then. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Made by what is Sony? I believe so. Yeah, and I I guess there's that. And then Marvel Hornets even got a movie created out of it called. Uh. Always watching. Always watching a Marvel Hornet story, and from the reviews, it's terrible. It's bad. It's not even to the lore of Marvel Hornets, so there's no point in watching it. So there's that. Uh, so yeah. Hans, you might want to check chat. Check chat. They made slant. Uh, no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Who made Slenderman? Troy made the post about Slenderman. Really? Wait, what? No, they didn't. So what happened was uh, <clears throat> they found the post on Something Awful, and then they wanted to create their own 
thing, and they ended up with a Slenderman-like creature, uh, but it wasn't exactly that. They didn't want it to be Slenderman, so they made the operator instead. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Troy that created Slenderman. I can do a quick search. Uh, yeah, created by, uh, created by Eric Knudsen. And Eric Knudsen posted two black and white photos of Slenderman, and it spread from there. Tro uh, Troy and his friends were, uh, inspired by the original Slenderman posts that they created the operator. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, the operator, Marble Hornets, it had large cultural impacts. I have friends who aren't even uh, interested in general ARGs say that they have watched uh, Marble Hornets or they know of Marble Hornets. So, it's really cool. Um, yeah. Let's talk about To The Ark. So, To The Ark, it is hinted at that it's a uh, biblical reference, but as we as the series goes on, we realize that it is a reference to Noah's Ark. And it is pointed at the fact that um, Alex is Noah and the Ark is uh, where the operator takes his victims. Uh, we can find that in some of the episodes where there's a orange tint around the videos, and that's where we can figure out uh, what the arc is. But there's a lot of other uh, references to Noah's Ark, as in the rain. There's heavy rain throughout the some of the... Uh, to the Ark episodes where they talk about the Ark. Um, later on in the actual Marvel Hornet series, we get Seth talking about how great the rain was after they run. Uh, it's a storm. They run into shelter, and Seth says, hey, that's pretty great, talking about the rain. And so we can figure out that... He probably has something to do with To the Ark as well. And that's the only time we actually see him besides in the very beginning of the series. Uh, so, yeah. Um, there's a lot to talk about if we actually wanted to go in depth. Um, what do you guys think of Marble Hornets? Well, I remember towards the end of it, Reedy and I were watching it together, and we were seeing, like, the behavior of, um, Tim. Uh-huh. And he and I were like, this seems kind of sus, like, not the whole, um, him being Matthew, but, like, we understand that memory loss is a common thing that happens when you see the operator. Mm-hmm. But literally every single time he put on his mask, 
and was masking, he would forget everything. And that can be seen as like an alter ego, like, you know, Superman with Clark Kent. But it could also be a allusion to like an actual behavioral disorder, not disorder, behavioral whatsoever, but dissociative identity disorder because it was something that affected him since his youth. Right. Yeah. That's something that Brady picked up on, and I was like, dude. Yeah. That, I could see it. But it, uh, towards the end of it, it's also speculated that he's the one that, like, caused right. all this to happen. Because he's I been seeing, which he's, because he's been seeing the operator since he was a kid. Or so. So we think, because so we it's think, not yeah. Like... With the medical records, it it, it kind of alludes to it mm. that he's been seeing the operator since he was yeah. a child. But mm. technically, it's not confirmed. Yeah, it's not canon, but it was it was very very similar to like the symptoms of it, where you have like self destructive behavior, or like running away, or flashbacks, or you pass out or have blackouts. Yeah, aggressive outbreaks. Yeah. I was like, that's very similar. <laughs> but that's um, really the only yeah. thing that like I picked up on that was like really out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh. Uh? I, I guess I didn't really get my thoughts on it. I mean, it was an okay... I mean, like I said, I didn't start it from the beginning. I started it around, I don't even remember what post it was, uh, or what entry. But, I mean, at first I was kind of bored of it. And then I started to watch it and actually, like, pay attention. And, I mean, for some, for something that's that old, they did really well. Does it still hold up to today's standards? Not really, but I mean, you can't expect something that's what five years or so old now. It is ten, basically okay, ten yeah, years old. You, you can't expect something that's ten years old to stand up to the same expectations of that course. you have today. So I mean, for the time it was made, it was really great for you to be watching it in 2019. It has way too many plot holes. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't have a good timeline. Just, it, it's not good <laughs> for 2019. But yeah. it was good for whatever year it came out. 2009, I guess, if it's 10 years old. Yeah, it started 2009. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, I liked it. I really liked it. I remember watching the first few episodes like in 2015-16 and then I got lost in it so I stopped last week watching it I watched through the entire thing all 135 episodes and it can get a little annoying uh, with the episodes being as short as a few minutes but overall I think it had a really good uh arc god damn uh, <laughs> oh, I, I love short episodes pun, i love things with short episodes not intended um i think it was all 
very well developed. I don't... I, I can't think of what plot holes you're referring to, but it was, um, I think it was good. For, like, the, the first time that I noticed it was... Um, I don't remember what entry it was, but uh, Jay was following Alex. Uh, it was it was the same episode that you see Alex kill someone. Uh, which which person does he kill? The tunnel. The unknown person. Yes. The one in the tunnel. Okay. Uh huh. The, it's the episode where he's watching him sit in the tunnel, but somehow he also has the the footage from Alex's camera and it like there's literally no way that we know at all how he got that footage cuz i don't think this that... one was the one that uh ooh I if i'm thinking thinking right it's the tape that he found at the red tower i maybe but I think it might have been when he took the key from Alex's house. I could be completely wrong, but took the key whenever he was talking to Alex and took something Ooh, from his house. From, yeah, the desk. That could have... Yeah. The, uh, Jay does happened. take quite a few tapes from... Yeah. But timeline-wise, I don't know if that adds up. Yeah, but... Because either way, to the arc also... Uh, grabs the tapes and puts them in places for Jay to find. No, but it never, like, it always shows, like, what, like, how he got the tape. Or, like, after he gets a tape, it shows what's on that tape. None of the things showed that. And there's no way that he grabbed that tape before him and Alex stopped talking, because that happened after they stopped talking. That's why Jay was following Alex. So that makes it... it doesn't explain anything at all. I I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. There my VM has just missed that one, but So, yeah. Um It's Marvel's Hornets. I recommend you watch it if you have the time for it. Um probably like a 7.6 out of 10. Uh, I'd give it a five. You give it a five, Riley. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It's a good. It's good for the time it came out, but it's not good for 2019. Uh, I'll That's give it. Such. I'll go in the middle of y'all. I think it's an interesting story, especially when you like incorporate the the sickness and you know the fact that this has been a very long thing that's been affecting Tim. It's like okay, y'all like built a good storyline. But the way they told it to be is very confusing, so I'm gonna give it like a six. Gotcha. It's it's better than it's better than average, but like timeline really doesn't. Make sense. You Sorry. good? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was Han Sick of Oh, that was not me. That was ready. Yeah. So, uh, actually. I'm thinking back, and they did have one thing that they scratched that they did put into season one, and it was uh, oh yeah, I remember uh the stigmata symbol, and to the arc, the stigmata symbol is flashed a few times, 
and then in one of the entries it's uh or no it was also to the arc right um it shows alex bleeding out and this is also a, refer- a biblical reference to the uh crucifix crucifixation crucifixion of jesus and they decided to not incorporate that into the second and third seasons yeah. uh, in addition it is questionable why Alex isn't seen having coughing fits even though he's obviously spent a lot more time around the operator but yeah that's another That's another thing too if he spent a lot more time around the operator then like it Sam could, shouldn't it, have any problems it it could be seen as how the operator wants Alex to be his uh, human. He Noah. He wants Alex to be Noah, and so he doesn't force these sicknesses onto Alex. That way, Alex can actually uh, perform all the actions that the operator wants. The killing, however, is all on Alex himself. He. It's all on him. That's nothing to do with the operator. And so I think that's a mis- common mis- uh, misconception. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yeah, so. There's all that. Yeah, they... De- so they developed the episodes, I think, personally, re- really well as a general overview from first... From the very first upload to the very end, it was good. Like, they developed the entire story really well. They talked about all the different facts and the uh, details of the operator or the characters. They developed the characters really well. So, that is it for Marvel Hornets. It is definitely, our discussion was definitely less than what less of a blah, 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 blah. our discussion of Marvel Hornets was definitely a lot less uh, analysis rather than just discussion compared to la- uh, two weeks ago with Hi Mary Mary but there's a lot of other people who've went in depth with the entire series so we didn't want to talk about something similar to that already yeah. next uh Hey, if uh, Troy or Joseph or one of you guys, cast of Marvel Hornets, are listening, please get in touch with us. We'd like to talk to you guys about everything after Marvel Hornets and maybe some questions about Marvel Hornets. Yeah. Or if anyone else, any ARG creators that uh, are listening... We'd like to talk to you about your ARG, because why not? Yeah, we you could talk to us on Facebook. Uh, let me check our list. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Discord. Discord. You can comment on YouTube or Twitch. Yeah, talk to us on Twitch. We're not live streaming this episode because it it's just too much, and we're figuring out the live streaming stuff details and my power keeps going out <laughs> and that too uh yeah um after that we are let's talk about some of the other 
thing ARGs that us as a Discord server are looking into. I know I'm looking into a Peril at Sea. The other Brady and Riley aren't, but Peril at Sea, dude, this is probably one of my more favorite ARGs of recent. You can see that the creator really thought hard about everything. The did I talk about this last episode? I it had a different name, I believe. Right. Oh yeah, I called it. I might have called it L Nichols, but it's parallel. No, we we didn't talk about it. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I really like it. It they developed it so well. We're kind of stuck stuck right now. There's a few things that we're not sure about. Um, but you can tell the immersiveness or the alternate reality factor was really well built because uh, it starts out at the Penny Arcade in Colorado and there is a real Penny Arcade in Colorado with the same details that the uh, ARG create gives. There's some more settings that uh, the main character provides and there's character interaction-ish they we had to sign up to an email where the main character could send us details and i think that was really cool um in the latest video or second to latest video no last one wasn't a video it was just an audio transcript the video showed a uh box full of different things that would help with the arg and it was really cool. Everything seemed real. The official letters from the U.S. Department of War, all that stuff, that of that time, from 1942 or three, it was. It seemed real, and I really like it. I recommend you guys take a look at it. It's called Parallaxy. Join our Discord. I have a few links in there, and uh, yeah. So there's that. We have we talked about evaluation for you at the very beginning of this episode. I won't bring it up again. Um, and then, besides that, we also have Court of Royals. I know Brady and Riley are in that Discord. Um, actually not. No, oh, you did you leave? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what I was doing at all, so I just. Yeah, but again, this is another really cool one. Uh, it is definitely not as much alternate reality as it is more just games, but they they prepared. They prepared for it. And so the concept of it is that we all are chess pieces on a game board. And this game board is a pretty big game board. It's not a standard uh, square. It's like an island, diagonal island, with a lot of spots. And so there's two teams, Argent and Onyx. I'm on Argent, and... Yeah, so am I. Yeah. It's, I it's, was on Argent. It's the better team, actually. <laughs> and uh, I am a pawn. I think piece... P7? Yeah, I'm piece P7 at the very front of the battle line. But the way it works is, in order to move your piece, 
the queen has the queen another player has to choose you to move and for you to move you have to solve a puzzle that the uh, game makers have given specifically to the pieces that are going to move uh the the thing about that is the pieces that are going to move can only work on the puzzles no one else on their team can help and so with the very first round one person from each team was able to solve it and so because of that they shared the entire puzzle with the server and uh argent was able to solve it pretty quickly it was like a music sheet and to decode it you had to grab the each note and then convert the dot, uh, the quarter notes and eighth notes into Morse code. And that Morse code translated to what each letter from the the actual score gave into an actual sentence. And that actual sentence gave was the answer. And it was really cool. Um, after that, or besides that, they have community challenges. And the first community challenge was... They asked everyone to take a picture of a letter, like a letter of the alphabet, but this letter had to be made out of materials besides writing utensils. So you had to make it out of, uh, I don't know, branches from a tree or uh, glue sticks, anything. And I just made a letter L with sticky notes. After six more hours, we all posted the pictures to our own respective team channels and we had to try to make a phrase or word with those letters and you must use all of them and you can't uh you can't repeat any of them <laughs> and some people on our team posted z's there was a q and so it made it a little bit difficult but we ended up with the phrase of uh poofed like pfft a quick puzzle WTF glue a jib job quote HL and I think it was pretty funny that we came up with that but we made it work we won compared uh, our phrase ended up being better than onyx they had Alex uses gobble whatever gobble is g-o-b-l-e uh, why fuss mr. Alex daffdill obviously for my team's phrase jib job is not real word but it seems like a real word and that's what they counted on so they liked gobble the uses of gobble but it was really fun and for each community challenge the team that wins each challenge gets masks these masks we don't know what they're used for yet but they're supposed to help with the actual board game it's a lot it is a lot um especially if you don't read up on the rules, the game information. But once you have that done, you start to get to know your teammates. And I think it's really fun. <laughs> and this is definitely one of those things where you can't uh, read back on to fully understand how fun it was. you you got to be there to understand how well it is and all that stuff. Um, we talked about our current investigations. Are we looking into anything else? 
No. Okay. We're looking, or we're waiting on a Quetzalcoatl 2100 for the next stage to come out, but that's just a purely puzzle-based challenge thing. That's soon, isn't it? It's like next month. September. Is yeah. it September 1st? Yeah. First or second, something like that. Um, so yeah, we are, how long? We're about an hour in. So let's, so I hope that you guys have figured out the answer to the puzzle I uh, gave you guys at the very beginning. Beginning. Were you guys thinking about it at all, Brady, Riley? Sorry, what? The puzzle I gave at the very beginning of the episode. Oh, no. No, okay. So, uh. The puzzle again is you're on a rowboat in a swimming pool. With you, you have a big pet rock. There's some drama between you two, and you drop your pet rock overboard. Does the water level rise or fall, and why? So this is kind of a physics question, but it you can uh, deduct it through logic. Wait, can I make a guess? Yeah, sure. Wouldn't it be neither because there was weight previously on the boat? You're getting there, but that's not the answer. That's, uh... Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead and say it then. Okay, so the water level will fall. Uh, this is because the weight of the rock and volume of the rock do not displace the same amount of water. So when it's in your rowboat, it's weighing down the entire rowboat as well. But when it's dropped, the rowboat is now lighter, but the uh, amount of water that it displaces by itself when it's inside the water is a lot less than when it was displacing the entire rowboat. You can try this out yourself um, with like a bowl and then a small bowl. Put that bowl into a larger bowl filled with water and then put like a uh, I don't know, something heavy. Like, I don't know, an orange. Put that orange in the smaller bowl. It'll Right, raise the water level, and then when you take it out and then put it into the uh, larger bowl, the water level will fall because the orange is smaller than the uh, actual bowl, small bowl, and the orange. Yeah. Um. So there's that fun puzzle, and then we have one more for you guys to solve throughout the week. Um, and it is this. I have, I, Hans, have hired you to test a protective case for my Mintango Swick. You are the best of the best, and I already know that the protective case can survive great heights, drops from great heights. I have given you two of the cases and a modeled Mintendo's, Mintango Swick, and access to a 100-story tower where you can drop either phone from any of the stories. So you can drop it at first story or at the very top. Uh, if it doesn't break when you drop it off the floor, you can go down the elevator, grab it, and use it again for another drop. But if it breaks, I am not going to give you a replacement. So you have two cases, and only two. Using the two cases, what is the minimum number of drops you need to ensure that you can determine exactly the highest story from which the case does not break. So, let me say that again. What is the minimum number of drops 
you need to make sure you can determine at exactly what height the the highest story the case will not break and you can assume that the case does break when it's dropped at the very top floor so the hundredth floor uh, do I need a TLDR? Did that make sense for you guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, essentially, you have a object. You're dropping it off a hundred floor story. You can drop it off at any floor. Um, if it breaks, you can't use it again. If it doesn't break, you can use it again. Uh, you get to use two of these objects, and I want you to figure out what is the highest floor that it doesn't break at, and out or uh. No, I want you guys to figure out what is how many drops is needed to make sure you know what is the highest it can be dropped at. So, yeah, I want the smallest number of how many drops you can use to find out. There is an actual answer to this. It is logic based again, or yeah, it's logic based again. Uh, and if you figure it out. How many drops would you need if it fell from a, th or if I gave you access to a thousand-story-high building? What is the minimum number of drops you need to make sure you can determine what is the highest story? Uh, so yeah, here's that puzzle. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'll write or I'll have a uh, text version of it on our website. You can find it at uh, the AR Detectives rf.gd slash puzzles I came up with that on the spot and so that's now what I'm going to have to do <laughs> um, so there's that anyways don't forget you guys can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon Discord and a website you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts YouTube and Twitch occasionally and where can they find you, Brady? Twitch.tv slash fireclayman and... Uh, Same as YouTube? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, or I think YouTube is actually fireclayman, too. Ah. Uh, and then, uh... And I think Riley's in there. Riley just lost power again. That is yeah. okay. Uh, do you want to share your Twitter or Instagram? Oh, it's yeah, already in the descriptions of our stuff, so... Yeah. Uh... Yep, Riley too. Uh, you can find her in the description. You can find me on YouTube at Hans Anonymous. Basically, everywhere else is Hans Anonymous. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is actually Hans underscore Husarianto. And thanks for watching. Hey guys, it's Hans from the future while editing. Bear with me before I finish that sentence for just a little longer. I just wanted to say thanks if you've stuck through this entire episode listening to me talk on and on, and I really appreciate it. So, thanks again. Stay tuned until next week. Thanks for listening! Don't forget, you're breathtaking.